When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. In Alabama, a man pleads guilty to the beating death of a man with a shovel after luring him to his home. In Indiana, a fight over chopped onions leads to the murder of a public defender. And the Jennifer Crumley trial has wrapped up. And Mike is going to give you all the details on that. These stories and more coming at you today, Friday, February 8th, on Real Life Real Crime Daily. And I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton. And I'm hurting a little bit this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Ago is is in the shop and uh, present, so I made it to class. No skipping skipping class just because you were out late drinking. But uh, the Mardi Gras has commenced. the the deal has is on it has it has begun so i'm playing hurt folks but um you know what i did yesterday what'd you do i talked to roy christian and christian yesterday that's my people parish forensics right and he's in a pet crematory they giant american flag they like us and like this audience so much yeah they want to party with us for another year well there you go we love them too right that's right so let's take the party to broussard well, we are going to go up to Broussard, folks. We'll tell you when that uh, that is all official and exactly how we're going to do it because i am uh, got to figure out who, you know, what the bet is between me and Jim on who's going to do the autopsy. But um, <laughs> yeah, pretty sure they're not going <laughs> to happen. You don't think they're going to give me a knife? They and might let, let, you let throw me take the handle on the on the crematory. Uh, they're way, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're way too uh, professional for that. But right. uh, but you know how much we. Uh, uh, we value that partnership and how terrific these guys are and how great the audience has been to them. And, uh, as somebody once said in a movie, they see dead people. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, I hope none of our listeners ever have to, to use them, but if you need them, they're the best right. for a reason. Right. And the, you know, the getting dead businesses. Yeah. It's pretty good. There are quite a few, quite a few people getting dead last year. So, um, (laughs) and, uh, we've got some surprises coming up, uh, as we get deeper in the year with those guys, but Roy, Kristen, Kristen, thank you very much for your partnership. Uh, appreciate you guys. We love y'all so much and see you soon in the flesh. Oh, I'm going to get to see them. You're going to get to see them at your Lopa. I'm a speaking keynote speaker at the, uh, Lopa. I think it's slash like corners, conference whatever it is but look forward to seeing y'all there let's get down to some true well, crime. One, one other announcement what? Okay. One other announcement. that we're gonna not gonna do our super bowl stuff at the beginning because we're gonna do some super bowl prop bets right at the, we don't uh, want all the females to turn it off now well also <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> also jim has been uh licensed as an official sports handicapper following his uh four uh, his, straight victories yeah. on bets from us it's <laughs> true crime time for friday an Alabama man has pled guilty to luring a victim to his home and beating him with a shovel. Nice. So we're going to tell you this story. The Mobile County District Attorney, a guy by the name of Keith Blackwood, announced that Morgan Barnhill pled guilty on Tuesday, February 6th 
to the intentional murder for the death of Etienne Murray. Jury selection had reportedly already started when he changed his plea. Happens often. Blackwood said in a statement, we're pleased that Mr. Barnhill admitted to the brutal crime for which he was indicted. This has been extremely hard on the victim's family. On March 29th of 2022 at 3.22 a.m., Mobile Police Department officers went to a residence for a possible burglary and learned Barnhill saw Murray trying to enter a shed on his property. So Barnhill hit him over the, over the head with a shovel. During the investigation, however, mm-hmm. Mobile Police said Barnhill intentionally misled officers about an attempted burglary. Uh, they reportedly noticed the inconsistencies in his statement and concluded he made a fake phone call about the burglary. He was arrested for murder after Murray died on April 1st of 2022. Blackwood, the district attorney, said Barnhill lured Murray to his home by pretending they were attending a barbecue together. When Murray arrived and started walking away from Barnhill, Barnhill hit him in the head with a shovel. Clubbed him. Clubbed him. Barnhill continued to hit Murray numerous times in the head with that shovel as well as a two-by-four. Barnhill. What the hell did he need the two-by-four? Maybe his double fist. Maybe the shovel broke. Barnhill tied Murray up and dragged him to the backyard where Murray was left severely injured and unconscious, and Barnhill believed Murray stole from him. So that that was his reasoning for this meeting. Uh, Uh, He'll be sentenced March 4th, and surprisingly enough, he faces only 20 years in prison. Mm. I don't know about that. Why is Alabama? What it, Alabama he, will execute you. I don't, no, I don't know. Oh, you know why? Because he, he took the plea. Well, yeah, so he that's, pled. So that's what they do. Um, but that's an awfully light yeah, sentence a, for a murder, uh, that, even on a deal. They'll offer plea uh, deals all the way up until the time of the end. They were in Boisdier. The jury selection yeah. was going on, and he was like, hmm. I'm going to be bad, and I'm going to take this shit to trial. Take this shit to trial. Well, he sees his jurors, potential jurors, getting seated, and he's like, oh, fuck that. I better take the 20 years. Yeah. So. Well, I submit to you that 20 years for that crime yeah, is a yeah, damn yeah, yeah. good deal. I, I agree. I agree. Because what are you going to say? You might only serve 75% yeah. of that. You know, that, that poor victim must not have family members that are – you know, connected right, or, right, or, right, or right. make a big stink about it or whatever. What's better to go by shovel or skillet? Ooh, I don't want to go by either one of them. But I would I, say shovel. I don't know. I mean, uh, if, if you get over swift and certain cast iron skillet. Yeah, that's true. Get it done with one. Yeah, I think the skillet's the, uh, did you see, uh, you know, I posted that video on Facebook. I, I don't know I, if y'all had a I chance to see it, but a lot of people have watched it. It's pretty yeah, wild. That's crazy. Crazy, crazy. You know, the other day we did two stories about Minnesota. You did one. Yeah. I did one. Do you know they were in, from the same town? No. Go back and listen to it. I was listening to it this morning. I was like, holy shit. Jim said the same town that I did. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't know why I said Share that. Share the same brain. What but I'm going to take you to Indianapolis. All right. Where a 60-year-old man fatally stabbed his girlfriend, then staged the scene and waited an hour before calling help. Mm. On February 3rd, at approximately 8.30 p.m., the Allen County Sheriff's officers and paramedics went to a home for a report of a stabbing. When they arrived, they found an unconscious adult who was declared deceased at the scene. Deputies detained Charles Michael Calvert and arrested him on charge of murder. Calvert called 911 to report his girlfriend was no longer with us after she approached him with a knife during an argument. He said he was also armed with a knife during the dispute and that both weapons were still in the kitchen. One of the arriving officers saw Calvert in the driveway with his hands up. The officer went inside and found the victim lying face down with a big gash on her head and neck area. He checked for a pulse, but she didn't have one. The officer Noted the kitchen appeared disheveled and with a broken crock pot, some bloody kitchen knives, and food items scattered around like there had been a struggle. The officer spoke with Calvert, who said he and the victim had been dating for about a year, and that night she got very aggressive. Calvert said he was chopping up some onions, but the victim stated that he wasn't doing it correctly. She pushed the crock pot at him and picked up a knife. Calvert said, he picked up another knife in response and became defensive. 
Crime scene technicians and investigators went to the home to document the scene, but noted that the knives near the victim's body looked like they had been staged. One serrated knife reportedly had blood on it, while the other one was relatively clean. Investigators found an onion peel in the trash, but did not observe a chopped up onion anywhere in the kitchen because the dude was hmm. lying. Hmm. There was a bloodstained, there was bloodstained men's clothing near the kitchen island and the victim's glasses on the counter. There were also scuff marks on the floor that showed signs of a struggle. In addition to the wound on her neck, the victim had apparent stab wounds that went through her shirt as well as cuts on her lip. And her thumb was severely cut to the point it was nearly severed. Oh, I mean, my gosh. That's a defensive wound. Yeah. They were trying to grab the knife. One of the crime scene techs reportedly found blood in the master bathroom. Police listened to the 911 call in which Calvert appeared very calm and had no sense of urgency whatsoever. The victim is identified as um, Marcia Linsky. She worked as an Allen County public defender and previously served as a judge magistrate. Calvert is in custody, and he's got no bond, y'all. Jesus, man. Argument over proper uh, technique for I'm chopping onions? Pretty sure that's uh, he's full of shit. And he just killed Well, but if you're going to be full of shit, aren't you going to come up with something better than <laughs> we got know. into an argument about chopping I, onions? I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, you know, she's, she's Look, a Look, how many times do we cover and, on this show, though, that these people that it's these spot decisions that lead to murder yeah. over the dumbest yeah. things? I mean, they had a supposed double knife fight, yet he has no wounds, and she stabbed in the head mm, and neck. Good point. And, Stomach and thumbs cut off, and but you know, mm, I don't know. The, and public defender, former judge. That's probably you know a heat of the moment fight, and he just he killed her, and he killed her good, as Mike would say. But he, he, he wasn't good, thinking yeah. until afterwards. I, I yeah. was like, oh shit! And then you're not thinking clearly, and then you wait an hour to call. And then you're calm, just like y'all listeners just heard in that audio. Yep. And that's when you come up with, the, it was an argument over chopping onions. And she threw a crock pot at me. That's God, just stupid. We've gone yeah. so fucking crazy. Shout out to Astro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. My allergies are throwing my whole morning off. Do I sound different to you? I love that. You sound like, it's that time of year, though, bro. I sound different to me. I feel like I'm in a submarine. Yeah, well, have you tried Astapro? It's faster, bro. Oh. Right? Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Hey, I use this, and you should too, Jim. Last weekend, I planted my garden, and it's that time of the year, and my allergies really kicked up with it, right? I use Astapro every time my nasal allergies flare up, and I'm always amazed at how fast I'm back in the game, down on those roads, playing my stuff. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to AstaproAllergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O Allergy.com. It's faster, bro. Uses directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Astapro and go. Hey, y'all, my wife's biggest struggle this past year was fighting the symptoms associated with menopause, hot flashes, mild mood swings, and sleeplessness. She had them all until she tried Hormone Harmony. She was amazed at how much Hormone Harmony reduced her symptoms and supported her mood and her general well-being. Hormone Harmony is not just a supplement for women going through perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause. It's become a phenomenon. Women cannot stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. 
They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So hormone harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it. But it's perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold. Hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts and low moods, poor sleep and feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas, no desire to be in bed next to someone, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code RLRC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code RLRC for 15% off today. Okay, well... um. Here's a story that I think is a really significant story. This is uh, about Jennifer Crumbly's trial coming to an end in Michigan. You might remember back in November of 2021, uh, a mass shooting occurred at Oxford High School in the suburbs of Detroit. Mm -hmm. A 15-year-old named Ethan Robert Crumbly, this would be her son, um, was armed with a 9-millimeter semi-automatic handgun and murdered four students and shot seven others. Authorities arrested uh, him and they tried him as uh, charged him as an adult. And ultimately he was, uh, he was found guilty and sentenced to life in prison plus 24 years uh, just last December, December 8th of 2023. But what was, what is unique about this case is that Crumbly's parents, Jennifer and James were both charged with involuntary manslaughter uh, back on December 3rd of 2021 for failing to secure the handgun that Ethan used in the school shooting. Right. Don't think there's ever been, uh, we had the, the first grader right. who's my, but yeah, people get charged with shit every day. This just made more national headlines. Shout out to Leah Marie. She'd been sending me all the information on this case. Um, it made more national headlines because it's a school shooting. Like, okay, well that's but that's brothers, what I, that's brothers what I, shoot brothers, and they they charge the parents the same way. But this one has the national headlines because it led to a mass shooting, right? right. So, but I, I think this is the first case of parents being uh, being mm. brought to trial from uh, uh, a child that committed a school shooting. I believe. Yeah, maybe, I maybe could so, be wrong, so. uh, but. So fast forward to February of 24 and the manslaughter trial of Jennifer. Jennifer and James are being tried separately. So, uh, so the wife, the mother, was, uh, was tried first. She said on the stand on Thursday, as a parent, you spend your whole life trying to protect your child from other dangers. Uh, you never would think you'd have to protect your child from harming someone else. That's what blew my mind. That was the hardest thing that I had to stomach is that my child harmed and killed other people. Her defense team argued that she, she did not know her son was planning a school shooting and therefore she shouldn't be held accountable for Ethan's crimes. Well, when you take a look at some of the background information in this case, as early as March of 21, Ethan started sending his mother disturbing texts about his state of mind, which included claims about demons and ghosts inside their home. He videotaped himself torturing animals and drew a sketch of himself committing a school shooting, which he also joked about with a friend via text message. At one point, he kept a baby bird's head in a jar, which he later placed in a school bathroom. Through all of this, the parents never sought any kind of therapy for him or uh, any other kind of treatment. The the nine millimeter uh, six hour he used in the school shooting uh, was purchased four days before the shooting by his father, and uh, and Ethan was present with the father when he bought the weapon. Jennifer referred to the gun as, quote, Ethan's new Christmas present in a social media post. Police said there was no indication that Crumbly had faced any disciplinary issues prior to the shooting, so there was... Uh, Nothing in his official record at school prior, but Crumbly, uh, this is Ethan Crumbly, had to meet with school officials the day prior to the shooting and then again 
the morning of the shooting. The first meeting occurred after a teacher spotted him using his phone to search for ammunition and reported him. During that discussion, Crumbly told them that he and his mother had recently traveled to the shooting range and that shooting sports are a family hobby. Following that meeting, school officials left a voicemail and email for Jennifer that she never responded to. But she later texted her son saying, quote, LOL, I'm not mad at you. You have to learn not to get caught. This is the day before the school shooting. The second meeting, which occurred on the morning of the school shooting, uh, uh, it was a different teacher that found a violent drawing on Crumbly's desk, describing the drawing um, uh, as that of a semi-automatic handgun, pointing at the words, quote, the thoughts won't stop, help me. In another section of the note was a drawing of a bullet with the following words above the bullet. Quote, blood everywhere. Between the drawing of the gun and the bullet is a drawing of a person who appears to have been shot twice and bleeding. Further down the drawing are the words, quote, my life is useless. And to the right of it are the words, quote, the world is dead. After this meeting, both parents were urgently summoned to the school. So you literally have a meeting with administrators and the kid and the parents summoned to the school that day of the shooting. Crumbly's parents were shown the drawing. They're instructed to seek counseling for the son within 48 hours, or the school would call in child protective services. The parents resisted the idea of, uh, of taking Ethan with them uh, home for the day. And so they, after all this, they just left him there at school that day. And we now know, you know, what took place after all of that. And so after a relatively short uh, deliberations, the jury came back with a guilty verdict. And so Mrs. Jennifer Crumbly is going to go to prison uh, for uh, uh, for this. And, um, you know, prosecutors were, were clear that she could have stopped the shooting before it happened um, by doing any number of things at any point uh, in time during the I, journey of this guy. So I think one of the things that got her and, and this is something else Leah Marie sent me was she actually testified or um, part of the testimony about that gun range shit. She was like, mm, no, it's a family hobby. And we got him that pistol uh, um, to go to the gun range. And, you know, He's bird, bird head in the bathroom, yeah. all the drawings, I doubt, certainly the signs were there. They, who, who knew? I mean, obviously they didn't think he was going to do it or they would have done something about it. But, yeah, they call you call you in the day of. But does he leave school and go get the weapon in return? And, and I don't know. They think he had it hidden somewhere on uh, – on campus. He didn't leave, he didn't leave the property, but, and I think that the big question here is while I think all three of us and probably most of you listening, uh, you know, feel like justice was probably served in this case. Right. But I, I can't help, but feel a bit concerned about the dangerous precedent here because it can become, you know, kind of a slippery slope where, uh, uh, where families are, you know, well, let's, automatically charged in cases like this moving forward. And it, you know, it becomes, let's, uh, let's talk about that though. And I don't think that that sets any sort of precedent. And I'll tell you why the majority of these cases. Uh, and of course I could spout off probably a hundred cases right now of situations, uh, not necessarily as grisly as school shootings, but you can look at the majority of school shootings. The parents were in most cases, good people, they had no idea this was going on. There wasn't as many signs mm-hmm. as in this case. This particular individual here uh, was doing everything he could to tell everybody he was going to do this. Mm-hmm. Well, and the parents, it, it seems like, were very negligent in catching it, those clues. What really did her, what did her in is the text message saying, I'm not mad at you. You got to learn how yeah, to yeah, get right. Yeah, bitch, you're going to break it. But even even taking that away, the drawings, yeah. the stuff that she was privy to, certainly makes her culpable. Right. Um, I I think that's a you know it, you're right, Mike. In that, does that set a precedent where now parents are responsible for everything that they're 15, where, where 16, 17 year old Where does the line, does does the line well, get drawn? Hopefully, parents that hear this, if they see 
you know, decapitated bird and all these drawings and shit. They won't go buy their kid a pistol four days. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, I think there's certainly one uh, big thing that comes out of it positively is to be more aware. is if uh, as a deterrent for absent-minded parents who aren't paying attention to their kids yeah. get clued into what the hell is going on in their lives. So yeah. you make sure nothing like this is ever uh, possible with your kid. But uh, but That's I do think we're possible. gonna I do think we're gonna see this. Uh, uh, utilized and, as a precedent and kind of uh, uh, stretched in some iffy uh, situations. But, jury yeah. or peers voted, let it be. And she'll get sentenced and, on April. And where our hearts go out to all the victims of this asshole. All right, we're going to go to Florida, and we're going to score one for the good guys. There you go. A man was shot dead by police in Florida on Tuesday after taking hostages while trying to rob a bank. There you go. The suspect, later identified by police as 36-year-old Sterling Alvalanche, was shot by SWAT snipers after he, a SWAT sniper, after he presented deadly force towards one of the hostages. Mm. Police received a report of a bank robbery with multiple hostages at the Bank of America in Bell Tower, Florida, just seven miles south of Fort Myers on Tuesday. It was a chaotic scene. We deployed all technology. That's the RoboDog, our SWAT team, and the electric surveillance drones. A group of deputies immediately went into the building behind uh, behind the building and began to, as people, dozens of people ran out. And this is a quote from the chief. Uh, they began to secure all other portions of the building while simultaneously hostage negotiations began with the suspect. Avalanche was armed with a knife and claimed to have a bomb. He had two hostages at this point, and they were trying to negotiate with him you know, constantly and get him to give up those hostages. And at one point he had a knife to the throat of one of the hostages, a female. When he presented deadly force like that, our SWAT snipers shot and killed the suspect. That again from the sheriff, uh, as they were concerned for the safety of that hostage, both hostages were safe were unharmed. And uh, the shooter from the SWAT team will be on administrative leave, which is normal company right. policy anywhere. Yeah. Um, later on Tuesday, they identified that suspect, and police said he was a convicted felon with an extensive criminal history, including drug trafficking, aggravated assault, and carrying a concealed firearm from several states. So uh, the police win that one. Yep. And good saves, job on them that no one tax, got hurt. Save lives. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you, uh, probably some video come out on it when he put that knife to that girl's throat. First of all, why would you bring a knife to a bank robbery? But shame on him for that. And you put it to her throat, and they took the shot then, which means, yeah, because that's she, she that's got, deadly she, force. She got, she you're, got, you're authorized. She got that. brain matter on her, but but, but but they saved her life or his life. Yeah, whoever had you know. He had the knife to the throat. He didn't see that bullet coming. Yeah, when yeah. it gets that serious, you're. Yep. What are the percentages you're going to come and, out of that? Right. Out well, of that thing is that had they stood there, it, so let's say taking the shot and, and accidentally hit her, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're highly trained up where that wouldn't happen. Um, and but he had to take the shot, and and then that's the hero in, in the deal. Uh, uh, the sniper who had the training and the ability to do that. And save that life, and how not, long, and not kill her. How long do they uh, do they set out? Like a week or? After oh, right. they, they'll they'll have the state police somebody come in and review it and whatever. It's just standard procedure, and it's you know that's. So it wasn't real. They, you know, it wasn't, most of the time, they and if you're involved in a shooting, they'll make you go see the department shrink and all that stuff. Make sure you you know. Not having night, whatever. So it whatever wasn't real else. when Harry Callahan killed a guy at breakfast and then no. killed another guy at lunch no. and then got another That's, guy that late is, afternoon. That, that, that is Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, let's go down to Acapulco. What y'all know about some Acapulco? Acapulco. Mm-hmm. I've never been You know Acapulco. who had a place in Acapulco? John mm-hmm. Wayne. Who? John Wayne. John really? Wayne. The Duke? My, yep. My, par- rem- my parents used to go there all the time when I was a kid. I remember they used to do the cliff dive. Yes, absolutely. Yep. So 
Y'all, it may be time to cancel your winter beach vacation and think about a ski trip or a staycation because the stories keep coming from all these tropical areas, right? So here's another one. Tourists had barely started trickling back into the Mexican resort city of Acapulco after last year's hurricane, you know, tourist city all up, right? Um, But the gangland killings on the beaches have already returned with three people being gunned down in recent days. Late Friday, the government of the Pacific Coast state of Guerrero said it was deploying 60 gun-toting detectives to patrol the beaches in light of the violent events that have occurred recently. Y'all, they always try to protect tourism, but it's been a shit show down there, so let's continue. At least three people were shot dead on beaches in Acapulco last week, one by a gunman who arrived uh, and escaped by boat, right? Unusual. The violence continues. Despite the that's a hit, right? I mean, that's a targeted hit. The violence continues despite the presence of thousands of soldiers and National Guard officers deployed to the city after the Category Five Hurricane Otis hit in late October, which is total destruction, y'all. If you're not familiar (laughs) with hurricanes, Um, the storm killed at least 52 people, with many still missing. It also caused severe damage to almost uh, all of Acapulco's hotels. Only a fraction of the city hotels room uh, remain in. That's typical. But even with throngs of troops down on the streets, gang violence is back. And on Friday, the Mexican government sent out a videotape warning local use about online recruitment activity by cartels. That's another bad thing, right, about social mm-hmm. media now. They used to have to do it by word of mouth, face-to-face. Now they just get their people uh, by social media. The warning said that young people, many under 18, are being lured by acquaintances or social media sites offering jobs in industries like agriculture. But once recruit, recruited, they are being forced to work for a drug cartel. Drug cartels in Mexico resort to force and deception to recruit foot soldiers, and they are now using minors to fill out the ranks. At the same time, the expansion of the cartels into seemingly legitimate businesses in Mexico sometimes makes it hard to determine the job offers linked to the gangs. And last year, we did a report about eight workers that were killed in Guadalajara after they tried to quit jobs at a call center that served as a front operation mm-hmm. for a real estate scam aimed at elderly Americans. And that call center was controlled by the violent cartels also. Yeah. You know, what show. isn't? I mean, man, I used to love to go to Mexico all the time. Yeah. I don't do it anymore. It's dangerous, man. Yeah, I love the beach, but I, I'm no way we're going on a a, a beach vacation. I mean, I used to love just well swim. Used to love to go to the border towns with his boys, right? And you go down there just to have a really good old clean throwdown. I don't know about the clean town and and boys (laughs) town and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, good young American men fun donkey shows, donkey shows. (laughs) <laughs> and, and everything else and, and shit you can't do it they they killing police chiefs in the middle of the street in broad daylight yeah, and, and they're killing indiscriminately Don't, <sighs> gone are the days y'all out of control ladies let's face it your significant other has all kinds of potential to blow it this valentine's day you don't have to get stuck with half dead roses or stale candy because we've got your back Real Life Real Crime and The Daily Show have teamed up with Besame Cosmetics. Besame Cosmetics, a luxury vintage makeup brand that celebrates the elegance, sophistication, and romance of bygone eras. Inspired by the glamour of the past, our products honor the style, spirit, and sensibility of female beauty. From richly pigmented lipsticks to exquisite powders and fragrances, each Besame product is meticulously crafted to evoke the opulence and allure of vintage Hollywood. We've secured a special deal for Real Life Real Crime and Daily Show listeners. Just go to BessameCosmetics.com. That's B-E-S-A-M-E Cosmetics.com and use the promo code R-L-R-C at checkout. That's BessameCosmetics.com and use the promo code R-L-R-C at checkout for 15% off your entire purchase. Well, let's go to another place that has some beautiful beaches. Let's go to Hawaii. 
Oh, been there once. Don't have to go back. Police in Hawaii have arrested and charged a man in connection with an alleged acid attack on a woman oh, in Honolulu on yes, January 23rd. The victim has been identified as a 25-year-old visiting teacher from China, Danny Yang Zhang. She was allegedly attacked while on a walk in the evening outside a mall in Honolulu. Zhang reportedly told witnesses that she was walking by a Planet Fitness when an unknown man threw an unknown liquid at her, causing her skin and clothes to immediately burn. Zhang ran into the nearby gym for help where witnesses assisted her until medical personnel arrived. On Jan 25, Honolulu authorities announced the arrest of a 29-year-old man identified as Sebastian Mokwan. On Tuesday, a week after the attack, a grand jury indicted Mokwan on charges of attempted murder in the second degree and assault in the first degree. Anyone simply walking in a public place has the right to feel safe. Mr. Mokwan is accused of violating that right and critically injuring an innocent person, the DA said. The victim suffered life-threatening injuries. Authorities have not discussed a possible motive in this case. Emergency medical professionals that treated Zhang said the victim's severe injury was followed by another health health concern. Once she was intubated, the chemical ended up in her mouth, oh, burning it God. and causing her lungs to collapse. So it, it turned into even a more, uh, a more critical situation. She is recovering now and has been able to breathe without a tube for several days. Makwan had just been released from jail on $8,000 bail one day before this attack. He had been detained since October on assault charges to which he had pleaded not guilty. This time his bail is set at 2 million. So I don't suppose he's going to be getting out again, but a released a day before he did this. That's horrible. It's, it's deceiving when they say recovering. Cause that means you ain't never recovering. You think you're going to make a full recovery. No, that just means she's breathing. And what the hell do you carry acid in? And if it eats the clothes and everything else, or are you running around with a container? What, what, what kind of container do you carry acid in? I don't know. I mean. The day after you get out of jail. Yeah, yeah, man. Fuck him. He's, he's, uh, he's dying. Hate it for her. Yeah, that's all. I couldn't imagine. Awful. Oh, Mambo. That's right. We got the Mardi Gras Mambo today. There is no mile high crime because it is is Mardi Gras weekend. What? The biggest one. The biggest one. The conclusion of Mardi Gras. So uh, I'm foregoing a mile high crime today, and I'm going to give you some interesting crime information or I guess you could call this it rules that you have to yeah, abide by yeah. in New Orleans during Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you might get a ticket mm-hmm. for all our Louisiana listeners right. out there. Or the ones all over the world. All over the world in. that may yeah. just be curious and, and or coming in. Coming You're in. right. Yeah. So police officers will be visible along the parade routes mm-hmm. before, during, and after parades. And they'll engage with crowd control, and plainclothes officers will be among spectators right. for detection of crimes. Uh, one that. of the biggest crimes is pickpocketing. I've done that, yeah. Um, pickpocketing, I've busted them. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's make that clear. Uh, the Mardi Gras ordinance entitled Throw, Throws and Throwing prohibits riders and maskers from tossing throws or favors from the rear or front of the floats or trucks. It also prohibits them from throwing in the parade formation in disbanding areas. It's quite hazardous for trinket seekers to either be in front or rear right, floats right. every year. Yeah. or I don't want to say every year, but people get people hit get all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, most times you won't hear about it because it's bumps and they, right. they just get a bruise or something on their leg, but they have had people die right. uh, getting run over by these floats. Remember, folks, that the neutral ground, which is the medium, median, is public property. Right. Erecting of stands or platforms on the sidewalk, street, and or medians is prohibited. Mm-hmm. The chaining of ladders to public property, uh, utility poles, stuff like that is not legal. Yeah, real quick, the reason they use ladders, you sit your kids up on top so you can catch the best throws. 
Yes. They, they don't want you to chain it there and leave because normally you have parades back to back. Like there's one that rolls before for four and Demian on Saturday and then the Demian comes afterwards. Right. And no ladders, chairs, ice chests, chase loungers, et cetera, should be placed in the intersections or medians between curbs and public streets. The reason for right. that, uh, they want to have, be able to freely pass if they need to get somewhere. Right. Uh, the rule governing ladders is they should be placed as many feet back from the street curb as the ladder is high. So if you got a right. six foot ladder, you need to get be six yeah. foot back from the street. And, and, and again, because the crowd will get in in front of you, and you're, you're still at the height. It, and then you're on the float. The people in the balconies or people in the uh, bleachers on ladders, you want to hit them anyway. Right, done it. Right. Uh, spectators are reminded it's also illegal to drink from an open glass container on or near parade routes, as well as certain areas in the French Quarter. Use extreme caution when attempting to cross the parade route, just for what we told you. Uh, of course, you don't ever want to drink and drive. Right. Uh, make sure your child knows. This is important because kids do go to the day parades mm-hmm. and some night parades in New Orleans. Make sure your child knows if a stranger's trying to talk to them. Right. Uh, to say, you're not my parent, get away and find a uniform officer. You're going to see officers all over the yeah. place in New Orleans during this time in the French Quarter and around the parade route. So uh, they're easy to find. They'll be on horses a lot right. of times. Uh, They'll make, be on every every corner, every block, and several will be assigned to each. That's right. Um, never cross over parade barricades, Mike, nope. to f- pick up a fallen throw. So if you if you see a pair of panties, they throw or, off the float. You can't cross. Not even, the, not even for panties? Uh-huh. Not even for panties. And, you can't and, cross that barricade, uh, and Mike. And if you see your buddy on the other side, I'm, I've witnessed it. Don't cross that barricade and try to run out and then to jump the barricade to the other side of St. Charles or whatever because they're going to bust your ass. That's right. And uh, look, a tip for me personally, it's not written on this, but Anytime I go to New Orleans, I don't wear, I don't bring a wallet. Yeah, I, I, I my take money. my money, put it in my front pocket. No jury, money in the front pocket, down as far as you can. I make Jim, everybody I've seen a picture of you with the fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fanny pack might be all right if it's in the front. Uh, purses should be carried across the torso, ladies, but mm. preferably pe- uh, place important items in your front don't pocket as bring. well. If you have a man, your man should be man enough to carry your ID and your credit card if you need it. Yeah, not a day to bring the I don't nice even, I don't out. even let my my women uh, bring a purse. Yeah. yeah. Plural? Yeah, you your carry women, your, you said? Women. Do you look, stable? Why, yeah. Wendy makes me uh, carry my lip uh, my that, lipstick. Her lipstick in my it. pocket. I, I have no problem with that. <laughs> the the uh, because I don't want them to be accosted. Look, you get in those crowds. I've been to the crowds where they they were so big that Literally, you get moved one way or another, and people are grabbing my junk and stuff. Yeah. And you can't lift your arms. Oh, people grab my it. junk all the time. Oh, I know, right. Big problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last and not least, um, and this is probably the most important because this this particular crime has gotten so bad. If if and when you're drinking in New Orleans, never leave your drink unattended. Oh, yeah. Never, ever, ever. Someone it will drop something right. in that drink, and right. you're going to wake up not knowing what right. the hell happened. Get your shit. So the, uh, never leave them unattended. A couple more little ones, Woody Mardi Gras tips. Um, if you are going in, first of all, parking, the, you're going to come back and find your shit not there. If you park in front of Ago's house or something like that, uh, <laughs> if you get in a wreck and it's there are no injuries, pull your shit to the side of the road, exchange information because the cops are not coming, mm-hmm. not the state police, not NOPD or whatever. You get your information, get their license plate uh, number, get their insurance card information, take a photo of it on your phone, and file your shit later on because yeah. nobody, nobody's coming. Um, most importantly, now. Me, I was raised in New Orleans uh, on the parades and everything else. If you're going down with a large group of people, you invariably, someone is going to get lost. You need to have a rally point. Say, mm, this big-ass oak tree at, at St. Charles and whatever, If when you, somebody's going to get separated, you get separated and you can't find them because the crowds are that big, go back to your rally point and meet, especially if you're going to walk – from the parade routes all the way to the quarter because this is like eight or nine blocks at the best. And you get in a quarter, you need to have another rally point because it happens That every, is great every year, advice. Every year. Every year, you're right, that happens. And make sure everybody has each other's cell phone numbers and all that. And your cell phones, you better put them fuckers in your front pocket because yep. that's a big deal. You better believe so, it. Anyway. So that that is your... 
Mardi Gras Or how's it going? Today. Good section. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seen more health issues with the dog's joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. Now, my dog, Phoebe, is the queen of our house, and I can tell you that her health is extremely important to us. She is a part of our family. I watched the video, y'all, and I was amazed by the things I didn't know that could impact your dog's health. This 20-minute video is packed full of tips that I've already started with my dog, Phoebe. I'm noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com slash RLRC and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com slash RLRC. R-C. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But of course, we ain't foregoing a kinky crime. Can't do that. No holiday is important enough to forego a kinky crime. Got to have kinky crimes for Friday. Oh, Laredo. Oh, that's one. My board of town, I used to go see the donkey show and everything else. (laughs) They, I spent many, many, many nights in Laredo, and a couple was arrested. For having sex in the grassy area of Bruni Plaza, according to the radio police, the 32-year-old male and a 38-year-old female were arrested on the charge of public lewdness, which is a Class A misdemeanor. I'd take that charge mm. to, you know, to get that. Yeah. Yeah, right? So about midnight last week, officers responded to a public lewdness at the Bruni Plaza. Officers observed a man on top of a woman on the grass between the street and the sidewalk directly under the streetlight. Got to be able to see what you're That's doing, right? right? I the like male, to watch. The male turn the lights off. Exactly. What are you doing? The male was moving continuously as he appeared to be having sex. An officer yelled to get the couple's attention. The man looked over at the officer. Turn his attention back toward the woman and continue thrusting. There you go. <laughs> He's like, well, hey, we've got, got an audience tonight. Right. Give me a few minutes here. When, when approached by the police, the man grabbed his private part and put it back into his shorts before getting off the woman. Well, at least he well, did that. Well, that was classy. That's right? classy. <laughs> Yeah, then he wanted to shake hands and the cops said, (laughs) (laughs) The woman's shorts were pushed over to one side. Her top was pushed up along with her bra, but she was not exposed in her chest area. The male uttered that they were not having sex. They were just arguing. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I like to argue. Tell it to the judge. And that's your kinky crimes for... Well, that, that evidence was all circumstantial. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, they could have been arguing. Right. Man. Yeah, they were arguing that. Uh, <laughs> bumping uglies. Yeah. Very good. Right on time. Super Bowl, boys. Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. A Super Bowl, dumb criminals. Well, there's a lot of dumb criminals playing in that game. Um, <laughs> somebody's dumb daddy criminal done got himself a DUI. 
yeah, one of the quarterbacks. That. We won't talk about that. But, that. you know, one of the most fun things, and it's fun for the ladies, too, with Super Bowl, is prop bets. Yes. So I find— It's fun for the ladies, too? It, no, really. <laughs> at, at, uh, at Super Bowl parties, uh, the uh, women go crazy over the prop bets because, okay. there's, because there's no advantage that the guys who follow the game all year and right. know it well really have with a lot of these bets. So I've got 10 prop bets for this year's Super Bowl— and we're going to make predictions here and see how we do. I bet you a million dollars is he's about to say something about that singer. Uh, she's in here somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So first prop bet is, will any player or coach cry during the national anthem? No. Uh, Jim is a no. Uh, I'm going to say yes. You know, uh, the Eagles coach cried last year, that mm-hmm. Nick. Sirianni well, yeah. cried, and those camera the camera people during the national anthem are just the searching that crowd, looking for somebody to cry. I'm going to go with Woody on. Yes, we're going to get some patriotism from somebody there. Right. Okay, number two. Well, you're saying from a player, coach, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm going to say no. All right. Number two. Will a player leave the game and not return due to a due to concussion symptoms? No. Will somebody will anybody have to leave the game because of concussion symptoms? Because the like, no, that's just they check you. Yeah, yeah, but, but, but yeah, yeah, but they, they put you into the tent say, and right. say you're okay. And, and no, you have to you have yeah, to come out uh, of the game. I'm period. Saying, uh, yes, somebody else. So somebody will have to come out of the game permanently because of that. I'm going to go no on that one. If the Chiefs win, will Andy Reid be doused in barbecue sauce after the game? <laughs> this yeah, is apparently something that happened. Um, Jim is a no. I'm saying that. What is a no? The odds, by the way, if you were making this prop bet, are are like 150 to one on the no. So uh, we'll all three go no there. But I hope he does. Number four. Are you guys familiar with the Drake Super Bowl curse? I don't know anything about that, dude. <laughs> I don't really know anything about him either, other than the fact that a viral trend on social media claims uh, whichever sports team or figure that famous rapper Drake supports always loses. Like, uh-huh. his team always loses everything. I know the Toronto Raptors have lost a lot with him uh, so, on their side. So, uh, so what team will he be representing is basically what the prop bet is, because that's the team. That's San Francisco. So Jim says he's 49ers, Drake. Woody? I'd probably say the same thing. I'm going to say Drake is for the Chiefs. Okay. How many players will have a passing attempt? Meaning, and here this is an over-under. Will it be more than two and a half or less than two and a half? More than so two so the half. real question is, does anybody other than the quarterback yes. throw a I'm pass during the course. More, more okay. than so you're saying there's no trick play where. Well, there could be one. Well, then that would well, be more it. than. No, that, that wouldn't be more than two and a half. Yeah, because you count both quarter starting quarterbacks. So you're starting with two. How many, oh, you're saying how many players? Yeah. How many okay. players will have a, a pass? How many players well, will have a passing attempt in the game? I'm going over to over. Yeah, two. I'd say over two and a half in that situation. I'd say there's at least one flea flicker. Yeah, me too. Well, oh, our, our flea flicker, flea flicker would be the same thing, but. A trick play of some sort. Okay. I'm going to say. We'll say William Perry gonna say is going to throw a Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, number six. Will there be more or less than 120,000 beers sold? More. At more. The, there's, For the Super Bowl? It's a smaller more. stadium. It only seats 72,000 people. More. 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 Okay. So. You're saying that they're going to drink more than two Tiger beers Stadium, on average be, a piece. It'd be triple that Tiger Stadium. Yeah. Or at, at Rosenblatt. Well, it's <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Vegas. I think Vegas, you got to go high on that one. Okay. Here's the Woody question. How many times will Taylor Swift be shown live during the game? How many times on camera? It's an over-under at five and a half. Will uh, it be uh, more uh, than five and a half times or more? Less? More. Wow. I think it's more too. By the way, we were talking about J Lo the other day. J Lo smokes this check. Oh yeah. Oh Taylor, yeah, t- you know. Right. Jenny from the block, but not even but, Jennifer, same, but Jennifer not Garner even smokes class. both of them. Okay, so number six, what color will the Gatorade be that is dumped on the head coach? So uh, 
Your choices are purple, blue, yellow, green, red, orange, or clear. Orange. Orange. You guys are both going with orange, which is orange. Is pretty good. Uh, that's because you think the Chiefs are going to win, and you figure orange. No. I'm going to go with no, it's the like red. Orange. I'm going to go with the red because I think the other team's going to win. Okay, number eight. How many times will the chains be used for a measurement? So how many times will they have to measure for a first down? It's an over, under at one and a half. Will it be more than one over. and a half times? Oh, I'd say uh, over. Okay, I agree with you. I was surprised that that was set so low. I guess it doesn't happen as often as we think. Okay, here's one that doesn't happen that often, but seems to happen in big games. Will a kicker hit the upright or crossbar on a missed field goal or extra point? So will we get a doink no. in the game? I'm going to say no on that. You got Bucker and, and Moody, two of the best. Yeah. I'm going to say yes, just to be different there. Okay. Last one, and then we have a bonus one on the score. Uh, who will the Super Bowl MVP thank first when they are interviewed? So regardless of who it is, who will they thank first? Will they thank teammates? Will they thank the coach? Will they thank their family? Will they thank God? Will they thank the owner? Or will they not thank anyone? God. God. I'd sure say they. 20 years ago that would have been the case. Um, but – and if San Francisco wins, Purdy will definitely thank God. I don't know that Mahomes goes God first. Why? Because he, he might go Andy Reid first. He didn't believe in God? I'm going to say, no, I, don't, I, I do not know anything about his religious beliefs, but I'm going to say coach because I think Mahomes is a like the state coach. farm guy. I'm surprised you didn't have Taylor Swift as an option for that. <laughs> No, we could write it in. Do you want to write, <laughs> you want to write in, Taylor? No. Okay. All right. So, uh, tiebreaker. Who wins and what's the score? Jim. Uh, I'm going to say definitely the Chiefs. And I'm going to say the final score will be 35-28. Woody. Niners. Ooh, 30, what are you going 35, nine? 33. Ooh. Ooh tight a, game. That would be a great game. I'm going to say Niners as well. I'm going to say it's a yes. lower scoring game than that. Yeah, it's like, I'm 21, I'm gonna 7, I'm going to run the freaking okay. table. Wouldn't that be so? So yeah, now, is this, a, is this our standard bet or is this double or nothing? I on? think it's. Uh, no, just standard bet on the win. See, Jim's already got that money working for Since y'all picked the other team, standard bet on the win. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, but the whole thing we're betting on, not just the results of the game. We got our all these prop bets. Good deal. All right. Any final thoughts? There should have been one on will there be a streaker. Would you have gone yay or nay? On the I would actually go yay on that. It's they, Vegas. I think there's a, a chance for There's going to be so much, so much security. I'm only get out. I'm only get out of the bleachers. Um, let's see. Mardi Gras weekend. Everybody have a kick-ass time. Be safe. Be safe and watch out for each other. And yes. Be safe. And then so we will. Oh well, you know what. Our next episode will be uh, Lundy Graw anyway, so yeah. we'll, we'll, still get, we'll still get to talk about it. But yeah, y'all I have got good, something special on that. Yeah, day. y'all have a good time. We love and appreciate each and one of you, Mike. Yeah, and if you're coming by my place, bring your own puke bucket. I am not cleaning up after <laughs> these guys, but I'll uh, I'll have a very full hey. crew. And ladies out there, we have you, you wouldn't believe these three knuckleheads could score what we scored, but a great company, Besame Cosmetics has uh, done a deal with us where if you go to BessemeCosmetics.com and use the code RLRC, you will get a 15% discount on some incredible cosmetics. I I checked it out, uh, researched it extensively. It's really classy. Yeah. I mean, uh, really cool cool compacts for you. We don't mess around over here. We don't do the really vintage stuff, and we know y'all love your makeup. All right, until next time, I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton. And I'm Mike Agavino. For Real Life, Real Crime Daily. Peace. Peace.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.